Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for downloading The Sun Ranto Show for early and ad-free access to The Sun Ranto Show, including a ton of great perks and our Discord server. Please subscribe at patreon.com slash sunranto for as little as a dollar a month. There are free trial memberships available. Patreon.com slash sunranto. Don't make me tell you again. Kobe blue blood flowing through our veins Sitting in the bleachers in the rain We've shed a million tears and drank as many old style beers out at the game Let's go Kobe Sorrento 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 and the love of a loser Sorrento 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 and the love of a loser Sorrento That was melodious. Uh, welcome to Sun Ranto Show. Full throated, you could see that you came into camp in the best shape of your life, Michael Cotton. Absolutely, I I, I come into camp every year in the best shape of your life. Oh Actually, oh yeah, in the uh, yeah no, I just yeah no, I just show up. That's all. So welcome to the Sun Ranto <laughs> Show. My name's Danny Rocket. I'm wearing my brand new. This is going to be one of my entries into Project Warning Track. Look at my new captain's hat. I love it. It's a, it's a captain's hat, and it's got. Uh, well, it's right now it's taped on, but the plan is to sew it on there. Uh, I got the Wrigley Field marquee uh, there. Uh, it says World Series Champions right there, and I feel like I'm just the captain of Wrigley. Like I think my you have Captain Cubbo. I'm Captain Wrigley. There like you it. go. You need so, like you need like a, a parrot. I do need a parrot. Maybe I'll dress my cat as a parrot. <laughs> my, right now, I've got like scratch marks on my shoulder because my cat dug her claws into my shoulder when I picked her up. And I was like, ah! and so yeah, it's giving like, her a cracker. Yeah, exactly. Just sit her up there with a little parrot costume on with a cracker. Oh, Stick yeah. a pantsless Clark up there. <laughs> <laughs> Little Pantsless Clark costume, my cat, she'll love that. Um, IFG, you're here, and you were playing with baseball cards, right, We before we came out. We should, intermittently throughout the show, you should share some of your fun Valentines or um, double entendre-associated 
Facebook the Dicks, cards Guns, and Assenmachers collection. <laughs> the Dicks, Guns, and Assenmachers. For the podcast listeners, she has a binder that literally says Dicks, Cunts, and Assenmachers written on it for all of her uh, double entendre. The binder, you are, the, you're, you are the Joe Girardi of baseball card collectors. You know, where the else binder. are you going to put your Doug Fisters and, and your BJ Sterhoff? <laughs> And, and your dick sooch. Dick sooch. sooch. Is it uh, sooch or? Uh, <laughs> How I mean, do you spell I mean, sooch? You be the judge. S-U-C-H? Yeah, dick such. Uh, I got, yeah, you know, I got your Richie Sexons and, and your Joe Beavers and, and your, your Captain Jack Glasscock. But we'll get to the tubs <laughs> that are involved. Wait, uh, that's Danny's new name. Captain Jack. Captain Jack Glasscock. <laughs> I need a patch if I'm going to be that guy because I had Captain one. Captain Danny Glasscock. There he is. Captain Jack Glasscock. Oh, God. <laughs> Who do you play for? Cincinnati? Is that? It looks like a, the red. It looks like a Cincinnati jersey. What did it say? Indianapolis? Indianapolis. Oh. Oh, I don't even. I, have I know a lot of the old teams and I can't remember what Indianapolis was. You better believe it, Terry E. I got some dick pole in here. <laughs> well, we're going to take a look at those throughout the show. Um, anyway, this is the Sun Rancho Show. It's brought to you by the Bleacher Bunch Productions on the Fans First Network. And our 109 Patreon supporters, thanks for to those of you who looked at your credit card on your Patreon and said, Oh, no, uh, my Patreon subscription has been lapsed for like six months. And then you went back in there and you redid it. So I really appreciate those of you that stuck with us and went in there and did that. I appreciate that. So we went from 108 to 109. So thank you very much. Um, also brought to you by Matt Kammerer's Permanent Paintings, who tonight is dropping the Caitlin, Caitlin Clark uh, over the map of Iowa because she broke the record. And so, yep. I, that's, that's, so cool. that's why I'm wearing this hat. Uh, a gift from uh, rancher Corey Furlong, it's the Hawkeye Cubs hat that they gave away at Wrigley a, a while back. But yeah, Caitlin Clark, I'm a little annoyed because they actually lost the game against Nebraska because they didn't want her to break the record there. Like, it was insane. They The last quarter, they didn't let her shoot. Like, the, the team just decided, and, and they ended up losing by three. It was I, it was maddening. And then Caitlin Clark comes out tonight and I missed it because the game started at seven and I was out of the room at seven Oh five. She had hit a three pointer, a two pointer and a three pointer to start the game. And it was over. She well, had a that sounds record. like a Michael Cotton problem, not a Caitlin Clark problem. It sounds like she's out there breaking records and you're dilly. No, it's not a problem. It's not a problem at all. It's, the problem was, when they lost to Nebraska, that was stupid. But no, it was amazing that it just happened so damn quickly. Like I was literally just in the other room, and it was over. She just nailed it, and you know, she yeah. she had like twenty three points in the first quarter, and Michigan as a team had twenty two. Wow. She's pretty good at the sport. Too bad she didn't play baseball. Then, then I'd want her on the Cubs. Um, this show is also brought to you by In the Clutch shirts, which I have a new In the Clutch shirt on right now. Check this sucker out. I got, I, I've, I've been wanting this for a long time, and it's on sale for only twenty bucks. 
So plus shipping. So it's like 25 out the door. But you could also get a couple more bucks off if you use code Sunranto. And then we get a little credit. But we need more cups. This is going to go over great in the bleachers. All I've been wanting this for a while. But you know as soon as I wear this in the bleachers, all the cup the cup snake bros are going to want it. They're like, where'd you get that, bro? And I'll be like, in the clutch.com, man. Use promo code Sunranto. And then they That's won't actually that. going to be a great. And then the second they're done ordering it, you're going to kill the cup snake. Exactly. Yeah, I was going to say that's going to be the the perfect shirt to wear with your cut cup snake chopper. Yeah. Need we, more oh, cups? Smack. I need some cups. Woo! Smack. Um. Also, uh, it's brought to you by Blake Beard and his fabulous tickets uh, down the third baseline. If you're looking for great seats at Wrigley Field, uh, a pair of them right down the third, third baseline. They can be had from at the Blake Beard, the Blake Beard on Twitter. Also, Rogue Wave Creative, Lawrence over there, take care of you. And our special, uh, he, man, I can't say enough about this guy, Mike Waller, uh, always in the Discord, great dude. Super smart baseball fan. He's got a show called the Cubs PS Plus Podcast, and he is our number one supporter. So, Mike Waller. Yay, Mike We love him more than anyone else. It's true. a long shot. Yeah. And all he had to do was give us money, and we liked it more. And then I got to know him as a person, and now he doesn't even have to pay for my friendship. That's true. But he had to at first. (laughs) (laughs) Not saying you have to buy our friendship. We're just saying it helps. Right. You don't have to buy our friendship, but we like that. I mean, yeah, it, no, it helps the show. And I'm telling you, I have been busy. I'm going to bring it up later in the show, but I've been busy uh, trying to get everything situated for Ranter Fest. IFG is going to be there. Uh, Michael Cotton's going to be there. I found out Eric Wheelow is definitely coming in to do a comedy show for us in prob- on Friday night and also perform on Saturday. Billy DeVore's coming in. Same thing. He's going to be a part of it all. And it's the Reds in town. It is Christopher Morell bobblehead night. Like, it's everything's going our way. And now that I said that, thunderstorms all weekend. And you know what? It won't matter. We're still going to have a really freaking awesome time. We might lose a lot of money, but it doesn't matter because we'll have a good time. I'm kidding. Um, no, I'm so excited about just everything that's going on. I'm excited about pitchers and catchers. But we, they did not get off to a very good start in Arizona. Uh, the players are unhappy. Um, the fans are unhappy about this. Everybody's making fun of uh, a lot of – well, it's it's the new uniforms. They're terrible. Everybody thinks they're total garbage. And IFG, I'll let you weigh in first on this. Um, I, I I have an object lesson if you're down for it. Yeah, please. I, I yeah, Some of you know I, I really enjoy jerseys. I like to collect jerseys from all over the world. and uh, And I've got quite a pile going at this point. So I have put together a tour through the history of uh, recent Cubs fan available uniforms. I don't have a whole lot of, you know, I, I have some like game worn stuff from from uh, Korea and Taiwan and stuff, but I don't have any like game worn Cubs uh, or MLB jerseys. So this is mostly this is all just stuff that is uh, was available to fans. So I'll start off with uh, my Russell Athletics uh, Kerry Wood jersey. This right. is yeah, right. Now, so now is that that's women's style though, right? This that is one? this is a this is a men's. 
So okay. this is, I think it's a men's small, maybe? No, I noticed I it doesn't have the red outline on the blue, which I kind of missed. It's just blue. Did they used to wear it like that? I cannot tell you for sure. Um, I'm pretty sure they did. There was, a, there was a stretch back when they didn't have the red on it, and I remember it looked weird. They also had a, a stretch with, like, or maybe that was their batting or spring training where it was a blue jersey with just white. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So this is so again. This is uh, this is pre majestic. This is Russell Athletics. It is stitched. The name is stitched on the inside. Okay, stitched because the new ones are not stitched. They are not. We'll get there. I, 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 I saw them live and in person today, by the way, and they look cheap. Yeah. So in the uh, majestic, uh, genuine merchandise era, we've got my Nomar Garcia para. That's just blue lettering too. But like, look, just that, blue lettering. Now this that one is stitched though. The the logo is stitched on. Right. This is a and, good thick fabric. Like it's a thick fabric. I could wear this over something black, and you're not going to see it through. Right. And this is good and stitched. Then. We've got uh, like the last year of Majestic General Merchandise, the Cool Base era. So yeah. I've got this one here. I don't have a pinstripe in that one. I'd love to compare it. But um, this is my custom <laughs> PJ Higgins jersey. Uh, you know, it's got the, the logo up here at the neck. Um, and this it, one is... Explain why it's custom. Uh, because... Nobody with the last name Higgins had a PJ Higgins jersey until I ordered this one from Sports World Chicago across the street from Wrigley Field. Yeah, right, and, because nobody made a PJ Higgins jersey yeah. until yeah. you ordered one. And, yes. Does PJ Higgins come with the jersey? Uh, it hasn't so <laughs> too, far. Too bad. <laughs> well, I, so the guy at the store, I went into Lids, and the guy at the store said that the new MLB logo is lower. Yes. On the, the, and he said, he, and this guy works at Lids. I don't want to get him fired or anything. But he said, he's like, I don't like the new ones. And he works there. His job is to sell these yeah. things. Yeah. Like, so right. first year of Nike, right? Okay. This is this is a women's cut. Um, this is my Shota Imanaga jersey because I bought it the second that I knew what number to put that on it. Great. Again, from Sports World Chicago across the street from Wrigley Field. Get all your customs there. They're really good. Um, so yeah, you have the the logo up here on the neck, just like the old cool base jersey. Now that cool base jersey is a lot thinner fabric. Um, this one as well, even thinner than the cool base, um, but it's still like it's it feels like something that you're going to want to wear, kind of. Um, and again, this is the Imanaga. This is only iron on. It's not stitched on the inside. Uh, you've got your Nike logo on there that is uh, an iron on patch as well, and. Then I have a new uh, fan available, like they're calling it the Vapor Limited, um, from the All-Star Game last year. That's where they kind of debuted this style. And, like, I can show you, well, here. Here's a Fubon Guardians uh, Nike jersey from last year that is stitched and gorgeous. This is actually, um, like, team-issued, like, official worn on the field. That looks great. like, High quality, everything is really stitched. Linny Hall, there's, um, yeah, so there's that. But this is from the All-Star Game. This is not stitched. This isn't even a real logo. This is an iron-on transfer. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, those, I, I remember cannot, when those came out, I thought they looked like uh, Little League jerseys. 
Yeah. So this is this is an iron on. It is not stitched on. It's just iron. It's just pressed on. This is just pressed on. It has like some stitches on there, but they are only like on the label itself. I am afraid to wash this and put it in my dryer because <laughs> I am afraid this is going to fall off. Now look yeah, at this. It's all the way down here instead of up here. Yeah, if it's I weird. Tuck, I'm not very tall. I have a fairly short torso. If I tuck this into my jeans, it's covering up about half of the 44. <laughs> so it doesn't fit right. It Well, there's a couple of, I, I want to get to some of these comments in the chat here. And uh, Patrick Levy, uh, Levy says, conspiracy theory, they stopped using stitching on jerseys because they needed it to stitch more baseballs due to higher home run rates. Rob Peter to pay Paul. Hey, I, I like the way you're thinking. Um, and John says they ruined it with the logo. And uh, Dennis says, as cheap as these uniforms are, we are going to see a lot more ripped up jerseys and pants during games, which that's a fun thing. I like, you know, see more I've, been, I've been pushing for shirtless Tuesdays for years now. And now we're just going to get it every time somebody slides into second base. Well, yeah, I can't. There's going to be more pantsless club Cubs on the field this year than in years past. More than it used even to be Clark. just one. Now there's going to be a couple every game. Well, I can't say too much because this logo on my hat is literally duct taped on right now. So, I mean, <laughs> you know. You know what's wild to me? Though? You're not like, selling that hat for $400, though. <laughs> so this is a Julio Rodriguez um, all-star game jersey. It was here in Seattle. So this is Roger. This is a fairly common baseball player name. That is a pretty significant arch. Yeah. For a name that is what nine characters long. I, I think Pete Crow Armstrong might make the full circuit. Yeah, I did see. <laughs> yeah, no, I did see some of those. That uh, who was it? Was it Scherzer or somebody like uh, that? Verlander? Verlander. Like, yeah, Verlander was like all up and down. It was like somewhere over the rainbow. But I, I got some side-by-sides here. These posted by Matt Linder. These are the Cubs last year and this year. So this is last year. They're Steel and Talkman, as you can see. The MLB is higher on the neck, and they got the red outline. It looks stitched. It looks nice. It pops. And then here's the this year, and it's not – and it's still got the red outline and stuff, but you can but tell. But you can tell they're, they're ironed on. Like – yeah, it looks then, like it's ironed on. And they Smaller just, and letters. No, nobody's happy. And the one thing that um, I listened to Ian Happ's show uh, on the compound, and they're more mad about the pants. Because they, yeah. they said, hey, you know, you're a dude. You're an athlete. You're maybe tall. Like Dakota Meccas made the point. He's super tall. Yeah. He's like, I, he's like, the worst thing about being in the minor leagues is not getting to choose your own pants. He's like... <laughs> I'm super tall. He's like, I would have these things. They'd be floods. Like, you know, yeah. and not even a good place where the flood is where it's like up to the knee and you're just being that guy with stirrups. No, just ill-fitting pants that long in the crotch or whatever it is. And Ian Happ was like, dude, you know how long it takes to get your pants right? They take all your measurements. They do everything. And now it's going to be brand new. He's like, plus... I'm running the bases. I'm blowing out a pair of pants a week. So I'm always getting new pants. He's like, now it's going to be back to the drawing board like I was a rookie. And they're trying to figure out how to make me pants. And they're doing it for a thousand guys. Right. And I heard that they're not tailoring them this year. I right. mean, I, you know, just on, on a personal level, that is offensive. Yeah. <laughs> well, it might be. 
I mean, it might be incredibly offensive on some players if they don't have pants that fit them. It's like some of those tight pants dudes that used to choose to wear tight pants, there'll be guys yeah. that aren't choosing to wear tight pants, and they're going to have on tight pants. And it's not going to be a pretty not look. only that, but you'll have guys, I mean, y'all saw what happened to Cody Bellinger a couple years ago sliding into third base. I'm, I'm thinking we're going to end up with a few more pantsings. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I thought about um, some of the Oh, what I did like about this was uh, I got an early TFC here, and that is from Joe at Obvious Shirts, who uh, who tweeted out old MLB jerseys, and it's all authentic Obvious Shirts and new MLB jerseys, and it's a bunch of people with knockoff ones, mm-hmm. uh, knockoff so Obvious Shirts. But check this out. Adbert Alzali retweeted him and said, facts. So there's Adbert <laughs> out there. Saying, yeah, these new ones are, they got to go. They suck. I like what Uncle Jeff, a good friend of the show, he's great follow on Twitter, EB Softball, says, I'm seeing a lot of pushback on the new MLB jerseys, but honestly, I don't see much difference between the old ones side by side. They're nearly identical. And I guess some people like to complain. He's got one that's super doctored with the half is just tiny. <laughs> Um, oh man, I wish I had pulled. I wish I had pulled my infield fly girl jersey out of the closet. Um, that one is from DHGate. Like, it, it's, it's totally a knockoff because Fanatics can't count to fourteen, um, and so they can't make a jersey that says infield fly girl on it. I have to order those off the market. Right. Um, and that is gorgeous, and it's stitched, and like it's it's crazy that at this point we are at a, a place where buying a thirty five dollar jersey from a knockoff retailer overseas is going to get you a better quality jersey than the thing that is coming from the actual merchandise store. Yeah, and you know what? So something happened in my house just last night that uh, is jersey related, but these are really nice jerseys. The Ebbets Field flannels, right? This company is great. They do all the old ones, and those are nice stuff, and they're expensive. So my son wanted a – he goes to the University of Oklahoma, so he wanted a Cade Horton jersey. And They don't make him yet. They don't make him yet, and you can't get him from Oklahoma because he's not there anymore. We're looking through, and we see Ebbets Field Flannels has a – Oklahoma 1937 away jersey, and it just happens to have the number nine on it. And we're like, perfect. We order it. We find out it's going to take three months to get to us. So he doesn't get it for Christmas. We get it in last night. We're excited. I, you know, I'm excited at least. Like, I pull it out and I want to see it. And I open it up. The nine is a six. (laughs) They put the nine on. On upside down, nice. So it's a six. Well, <laughs> so, it's just, it's actually a it. Well, it's an upside down nine. So well, so it's exactly. A, it it's really a looks like an upside down nine. Just have your son walk in his hands. He'll be fine. <laughs> well, and it was funny. So then, so now my my wife is trying to return it, and she's got to explain to them that no, this is not what we ordered, and they're like, "What's wrong with it?" Um, yeah, just, just, I tell him at customer service, just tell him to walk on his hands. He'll be fine. He'll enjoy his Jersey. (laughs) But I I did want to go through the history of, um, some bad looking jerseys. Cause you know, this isn't the first time in major league history that, uh, there's been awful jerseys on the field. This was more, 
The thing that's annoying about this situation, it's not just a poor style choice. It just seems like more like they had like the intern do it, you know, and not like you could get FIT to do it. You could get Fashion Institute of Technology to make this stuff look good. They'd be like, no, you got to leave that. Why, why change what worked? People like those. They sold a lot of them. Why would you change it? Patrick Levy says, I want a player to roll out on the field with a jersey that has the name and number written in Sharpie on the back just to prove a point. Yeah, well, that would be hilarious. When I was a kid, I was quite heavy. I was a heavy child. And um, if you weren't there on the day they <laughs> handed out the jerseys, there were only so many fat kid jerseys. They're like two or three per team only back in the day. Now they're all fat kid jerseys probably. But, but, <laughs> yeah, it's but, the little kids that get the swampy ones. Exactly. They're they're out they're out there at extra larges. But for me, I showed up, no jersey would fit me. Well, not only is that mortified to a 13, 14 year old boy, but now I had to make my own jersey. So what I did was I took we were the Falcons and I took a, a sweatshirt that was sort of the right color blue and i cut the sleeves off because i figured it'd make me look stronger if my my arms (laughs) were coming out of it and i took masking tape and i made i was double zero i gave myself a double zero and great number uh, yeah and so uh and people called me my my nickname not real catchy but disposable numbers there's actually (laughs) there's actually a videotape of somebody uh, after i hit a single of somebody goes go disposable numbers amazing so so those are the best (laughs) that was a bad jersey you know i'll I'll say that i think the worst cubs jersey of all time and i'll come up right out and say that the one i'm not crazy about the wrigleyville jersey it's okay but i think they look like away jerseys they shouldn't be wearing dark blue at home yeah i still think they look like uh a fake jersey you'd find at a at a truck stop <laughs> Why? They look Do like they you could GPT, chat GPT to design a newfangled Cubs jersey. I don't know. I just don't like Maybe it. that's what's happening. Maybe automation. They're like, how can we save eight cents per jersey? And they're just like, put the MLB thing lower so that it's closer to when they stitch. They don't have to go all the way up and they, you get this much extra productivity. You know, I mean, it could be something that horrifying. But um, the worst Cubs one I think of all time is the Cuba. There's Mark Grace wearing the Cuba jersey. Um, yeah, and and, th- and there is Team Cuba's jersey. There's yep, Team the- Cuba. There's the Cubs jersey, and it's the exact same jersey. It it really is, and it's so funny too because whenever I do see that, Cuba just pops out. Like that's what I think they're wearing, and it takes me a second to have to like reposition my eyes to see that S as an or an A as an S. Now, what do you think? This one might be controversial out there. What do you think of this jersey from the Cubs? This is the light blue, late 70s, early 80s road jersey. Uh, Bill Buckner kind of time. You see Bill Buckner here. And then they wore him as throwbacks. There's Anthony Rizzo. They're pinstriped, but they got the number on the chest. They're V-neck, which I kind of dig. What do you think? I'm a fan. I like these, but... I think I didn't like them when I was younger. Like, I, I think I've evolved on these. Like, I remember, and I think it was more to do with the pants. I wasn't real excited about the pants and the the jersey kind of didn't go great together. But I don't know. I want the jersey the by itself, I'm all, I'm all in on. 
What would you say, IFG? I said I want them as Jimmy Jams. Yeah, I they would wear like those as pajamas. Yeah, they look like pajamas. That's the, my issue with the Wrigleyville jerseys. But too. I like them. They're and good for a team called the Cubbies. I agree. Well, right? They're like cute. Somebody Dominic Gloro in- says he loves them. Uh, Mike Waller says that's elite. John Friedman, uh, still above City Connect and Cuba. Yes, they are still better than Cuba. Yeah, and and I'm just going. And now the Cubs have had some great uniforms in the past. They really have. So I, I mean, there's some teams that really don't change their uniforms all that much. Some change them all the time. But I did pull out a few of the worst ones. Uh, and I hate this man so much. And he's running for office right now, Steve oh, Garvey. God. And there he is with his disgusting hairy arm <laughs> pointing at this guy. He's wearing his pea yellow wristband. He's got his poo brown. Uh, he's got his poo brown jersey on um, with orange. I mean, he the, the motherfucker looks like candy cord, a big hairy <laughs> candy cord. And I'm sorry, these are they just look like the inside of a porta john. Those are you know it's funny because when they wear them now. You kind of think, oh, well, like, this looks nice. But I don't know what they did. They made them look better now than the newer versions. But you're right. These old ones, those are the candy corn. It's the orange, I think. Yeah. It really the is candy corn. For me. Yeah. yeah, I think you're right. I think it really is the orange because they cut that out, right? It's just yellow and brown now. Yeah. Some, anybody listening. It's just or... pee and poop, and there's no candy corn. Yeah. Well, now they do. They've got uh, the camouflage ones, and they have that one that's like pink and turquoise that they. Oh, wore I love year. that one. Yeah. I'm gonna buy a Darvish in that one. Oh, that's I totally thought connect. that was the, the team that I plays call them the, the Savannah Barbie Bananas. Jerseys. I watched Barbie last night. Uh, most of it, I got through most of the movie. It's a pretty good movie. If you're like looking it. for, yeah, I'm I'm having fun watching. So here's an. Uh, I'm gonna rip on the Padres a little bit more. Look at this one. Um, this is pretty terrible. This is just straight urine. This the guy peed himself all up and down. It's uh, just as San Diego. I guess this was a road jersey, just all yellow. Like it looks like a leisure suit. <laughs> the San Diego is just huge uh, too. Yeah, it looks like uh, Mister Furley from uh, Three's Company is just mm-hmm. rolling around in there, about to take it at bat. Um, what do you? I'm curious of uh, what you guys think of this. This this is Kent to Colby. That is there. one of my favorite jerseys of all time. Yeah, it's and it's controversial. Though. A lot of people hate it because you you got the pillbox pirate. This is the pirates for the podcast. Like I that. never liked the hat. The hat drove me insane. It's incredible. The whole pillbox I love it. Hat. It looks even better when it's full of stars. Yeah, it is cool when it's full. Of, and how did they get those stars? They did special things. They if they did something good. It was a, it was a little good boy star. Every time they sacked the quarterback, they, they would they get got, a they star. They get a gold star for being a good boy. <laughs> well, so this is uh, Kent Dakovi, and I I do miss the V neck. In the eighties, they did a lot of V neck. Haven't seen a lot of that around lately. But you know, the the stripe down the side of the pants. I'm a fan of that kind of look. The stirrups look. I think it's great, you know. And, and those are real stirrups. Like, when you see there is some space in on his left leg, there's space between that stirrup and his leg. Yeah. So those are the real deal. They aren't just painted on the sock. Now, here's another Pirates one gone wrong. I, I do not like this one at all. I'm like, where did they get that burnt orange chimney color? Uh, and then they just got a giant pirate on the front. 
So this is from the nineties, right? This was Yeah, this is they, the Turn Ahead the Clock series. The Turn Ahead the Clock series. And every uniform that they made these guys wear were terrible for every team. It is insanely bad, but this one is one of the worst with just that giant pirate face on there and the polka dot uh, bandana. It's yeah, just... the polka dot makes it look like there's a giant ladybug on him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so how about this one now? Michael, you were out in Colorado. Did people uh, ever wear these around? This is no, terrible. No, those are that's that's that turn the clock ahead one. Yeah, that's and those actually. So if you're looking at it, they look sort of like they're plastic, like they're for rain. It's like for the rain game. You put it on and it keeps you dry. It's like a poncho. Unpopular yeah. opinion. I do think some of the turn ahead the clock jerseys are better than those same cities, current city connects and Ooh. Colorado is among them. Well, is, is that uh wait, not, not that this, is that yes. this one? Yeah. That's I, a license I, plate. I disagree. It is the license plate, but I like this uniform for the Rockies and here's why I've always thought the Rockies should be green. They should be green. They went with purple. Purple is maybe the worst color in sports and I've always, and I love green. So that's why I'm, I'm into this, but yeah, it's absolutely their license plate uh, right across their chest. The, there. the hats are bad. I don't like the hats. I mean, I don't know what's going on with that. There's no, I agree with the hats. That logo that's is. Yeah. But it almost looks like, see how they have that little yellow thing on the sleeve? That's like when you renew your plates and you have to put the, like, for me, it says March. It's that little <laughs> square tag that's on their sleeve right there. Uh, so, yeah, I, I mean, I, I I agree. Sometimes things are so ugly, they're cool. I mean, this go, this Pete Rose falls in the pajamas uh, kind of thing. This is all red. And it's just tough. And this kind of reminds me of the Cubs uh, Wrigleyville. <laughs> that could absolutely just be Dorothy Hamill in pajamas. And <laughs> I would totally. They, men and women had the same haircuts in the 70s. They just all went to the same barber and went page. I, I watched a TikTok the other day of uh, this woman. Uh, it was like late 70s, early 80s. And she's getting one of those like kind of like mohawky punk cuts or something like that going on and it just it looked terrible the guy just butchered butchered her it just totally yeah. butchered her but you know she thought it looked cool and it's funny it, you know sometimes people have haircuts they think think look good even at the time but they're just wrong and if and if people are wondering what we're talking about listening to the podcast it was a picture of pete rose in the all red the monochrome red but with the white stripe down the side and then Pete has the like Dorothy Hamill Bob haircut sticking out from under that helmet, and uh, it's amazing. <laughs> how, how about how about these Astros ones? I mean, we talked about orange kind of being bad. This these is are, these team. are the sunsets. They called them the sunset uniforms because they, you know, kind of look like a sunset out on the the way. I never I like liked those. these. Oh, you, you do like, like these? I like those. Yeah, I, I just don't like wearing orange. It's the, you know, these are another uh, 
I feel Candy like corn. like seventy eight percent of baseball teams are wearing either red or blue. So anybody who mixes it up a little bit, I'm happy for. I like the fact that Colorado is purple. Purple is an extremely underrepresented heraldic color in American sports. Um, it's and yes, there should be more opinion. green in baseball too. I like this. I like this. Well, okay. So what really hurts it's- this one though? The stripes are rough. In this color scheme, I've seen when they wear their throwbacks, it's not so bad, but it's that mm-hmm. big ass star. He's the stars on theirs, right? He's a, you know, he's I a, think, snar- I think a if, star-bellied snitch. I think if the player's number was inside the star, that would make it better. Yeah, I agree. Like, I then like, there would be a purpose for the star. Yeah, yeah I like it, it when the number's on your chest, too. That's cool. Yeah, it's really weird. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I don't like this star in that. Version. Uh, how about these? Th- these are the classics: the white socks with the Eddie Munster collar and the shorts. And God, what the must the they're po- terrible, aren't they? I love pa- them. Paging Chris <laughs> Sale yeah. and his scissors. Yeah, these these are great. Yeah, Dominic was asking about them: white socks and the shorts. Um, yeah, these are uh, these are absolutely wonderful. I think the white socks should wear them as their regular homes, <laughs> just just so I could laugh. So I don't like the shorts, obviously, because I think that like the pants protect the legs. But what would be hilarious is if their pants made it look like shorts. So it was <laughs> they would be blue down to the, the the thigh, and then there would be like the fake skin color over their knees. <laughs> and then the sec- <laughs> so they'd be full pants, but it would just look like shorts. Like the people who wear like. Uh, an apron when they're cooking and it's a bikini lady or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Those would be fun. Just yeah, everybody just looks like they're naked. Yeah. <laughs> um, how about, uh, the, I don't remember these, but this is the Cleveland Indians uh, at the time. This looks like mid seventies, uh, maybe early eighties, but bright. Or, I wouldn't say that's bright red. It's like scarlet red. And the unfortunate thing about it is the team name is written in like, uh, like a what a white person would think a Native American fought would be. Yeah, exactly. It's it's like we're not. It's not that bad. It's not racist enough. What can we do? Can somebody come up with a, a an Indian font? Yeah, yeah, there it is. Um, and this is by far. I've saved the the ugliest for last. By far the ugliest jersey of all time, right here. The oh. awful. Oh. Embarrassing. There's the, the Cardinals same. birds on the bat. Birds on the ones. bat. Yeah. Home jersey. I'd go one further. I'd say the one that's that really cool blue with that. Uh, that yeah, uh, and then there's the light blue one. Uh, just, that's so wrong. That's that blue does not match that red. I hate it. It's so, it's just wrong. Yeah. Yep. It's just disgusting. Everything about that jersey yeah. is absolutely disgusting. I forgot to say at the beginning of the show, hashtag chance in the chat. To win a Frank Chance postcard sent to you by me with a message of love and doom. Uh, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back and maybe we'll. Hey, I mean, there's not much Cubs to talk about, but they are at spring training. Uh, <laughs> if if you're wondering why we spent the whole first segment talking about shitty uniforms, it's think- because the Cubs have literally done nothing yeah. all winter. Yeah. <laughs> well, they did a few things, but we'll talk about them. Uh, send us. Uh, well, we have a couple things before we go to break. First of all, a couple of baseball cards here with. Uh, oh, I just wanted some... to send us out. So what's first? Well, we also have the uh, don't we have the silhouette? 
Yes, we have a Who's That Cub. All right. Well, I'll go ahead and send y'all out with uh, two members of the Dick's Cunts and Ass and Mockers collection. We have Willie Hernandez and Jay Baller. Oh, Jay Baller. Baller. Um, we got Willie and we got Ballers. <laughs> <laughs> Willie and Baller. Um, so uh, who, let's do a little Who's That Cub. So okay, who that? here we go. Who's That, that Cubby? Oh, who is that? All right. Man, this is this is a good one because uh this one has a, a fairly distinct batting stance. It does, yeah. Got the got the knee that kind of like hangs a, a righty. He's leaning pretty far back from the right side. Yeah, bended bented knee. Mm-hmm. Who yes. is that cub? Well, we're going to find we're going to find out when we come back. Uh put it in the chat here. if you think you know. Put it in the chat if you think you know. If you're like most Americans, you buy shit. Lots of shit. Sometimes you buy shit for other people. Sometimes you buy shit for yourself. And sometimes you buy shit you have to buy just to stay alive. So why not buy shit through the Sunranto affiliate links at sunranto.com slash shopping. We've got tons of shit you can buy. Go to sunranto.com, click on the shopping link, then click our ads and buy shit. We've got Amazon. They've got tons of shit. But you can also buy MLB shit, NBA shit, NFL shit, Fan's Ed shit, Southwest Airlines shit, Fanatic shit, Reebok shit, Wine of the Month shit, Beer of the Month shit, Bear Mattress shit, StubHub shit, Lid shit, Sports Memorabilia shit, Volcanica Coffee shit, Vibrator shit, Condom shit, Bag shit, NHL shit, and Audible Membership shit. There's a whole lot of shit that can help the Sun Ranto Show stay on the air so we can keep talking shit. So buy shit today through sunranto.com slash Thanks. Cubs Jesus thinks you're the shit. All over Chicagoland, there are thirsty, frazzled, overworked Cubs podcasters who are struggling to survive one more baseball season in the dog-eat-dog world of unpaid content creation. But it doesn't have to be this way. You can make a difference. Become a super ranter at patreon.com slash sunranto, where your support ensures that poor, sad, pathetic, ugly, loser Cubs podcasters can pay for tickets and beer, and in turn, line the pockets of the baseball agarch Ricketts family. Just one dollar a month can buy a scorecard. Five dollars a month can pay for guitar strings to write a Cubs song. And ten dollars a month almost buys one beer at Wrigley Field. Cubs content creators are the lowest pieces of pond scum garbage that slither over the face of this planet. But super ranters help them get drunk and screw off at baseball games. What do you get out of it? The Sun Ranto Show, delivered to your podcatcher without stupid advertisements like the one you're seeing and hearing right now. Plus, at other Super Rancher levels, you can get Cubs music, access to private Sun Ranto pages, the Ranter calendar, and special thanks and Ranter recognition in our live broadcasts, plus eligibility for monthly prizes. What does Sun Ranto get out of it? Your money. For tickets and beer. Go to patreon.com slash sunranto. That's patreon.com slash sunranto. And become a super ranter today. We are back. And who's that cub? It's Moises Alou. Uh, Alou! 
I didn't recognize him without pee on his hands. So many people. So the first one with the correct was Dominic Galoro. I believe he was the first one in the chat with the Lou. Uh, Patrick Levy got it. Mike Waller, John Pekus. Everybody knew a Lou. Uh, Patrick Levy says, Moises, I urinate on my hands in the shower to strengthen <laughs> them, a Lou. And David Elliott says, there's even a silhouette of urine dripping off his hands. Yeah. Well, it, it looks like when his, uh, how his knees are kind of buckled in, it looks like he's trying to hold it in. Like, ah! like a, <laughs> right. putting his hands over his crotch, you know. So, uh, hashtag chance in the chat if you'd like to win a Frank Chance postcard sent to you by me. But with that was a good one. Lots of people knew that one right off. I was absolutely. I was surprised. Um, also, uh, this show is brought to you by In the Clutch shirts. Look at my new In the Clutch shirt. I just want to show it off again. We need more cups. I love this shirt. If you go to uh, InTheClutch.com and use code SUNRANTO, we get a little kickback and you get a little discount. So, make that happen. And... Um, also, our Patreon prizes every month, you win one Patreon member. If you got to be a Patreon member to win, but you get an in the clutch shirt, and you also get a, perm- a permanent paintings mat camera uh, piece of art, which you can see my walls adorned with them, IFG's walls adorned with mat cameras. Uh, uh, well, you- Michael's got one right over his head uh, yeah. right now. There's the John I Baker. Too, I got three. Yeah, so we're all big fans here, and uh, and as I mentioned before, that the new Caitlin Clark comes out tonight. It is for sale right now. You could go to Permanent Paintings on Etsy. I will drop the link in the chat right now. Um, you can look that up. His name is Matt Kammer, and he does amazing work drawing awesome sports figures and on uh, maps, amongst other amongst, amongst making also uh, awesome. Uh, tattoos patreon.com slash sunranto to be a part of it all hashtag chance in the chat let's talk about uh jed oh do you have some baseball cards to share well uh yeah just just real quick um you know we i'm, I'm a big fan of of randy johnson you know the big unit i mean him. that that's a that's one i wasn't thinking about but that's a valentine's day name a hundred percent now the cubs unfortunately never had randy johnson but we did have randy myers and Pierce Johnson. Yeah, I like Pierce Johnson. He was getting kinky. He pierced his Johnson. Pierce, I, I had high hopes for that guy. You know, they, he yeah. was at Cubs Con. I met him. He was a real nice dude. And uh, it just, it, they, he never came up. Didn't he end up with a cup of coffee somewhere else this year? I, I believe so. he came up. Yeah, I, I'm looking. Oh, yeah, he was a Brave. Oh, Pierce wow. Johnson. Yeah, he ended up being on the Braves. He, uh, he was on the... He only had a cup of coffee with us in 2017. They let him go. And right now he's got a 404 career ERA. Um, he is not. He ended up almost all out of the bullpen. But uh, anyway. He looks pretty great on the top heritage card, too. Like a, That's a nice baseball card photo. Check that out. He looks like the poor man's Jeff Samarja. Yeah. yeah. I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, there was kind of news. Uh, I mean, the Cubs are playing a game. Next week, Friday, there will be a baseball game played by the Cubs against the White Sox. So we're there. It's pretty exciting. I know that they're not real games and stuff, but they're games, and they're playing, and they're out there. It's baseball activity. I'm excited about it. But um, the Cubs, it looks like this is what they're putting out there right now. And 
he, I, I guess you could say that Jed Hoyer spoke to the media, but he didn't say shit. He said he was in the fourth or fifth inning at Cubs Con, and now he's in the eighth inning in the closers warming up. So, I mean, IFG, I, I, you said something about this online just the other day about how disinge- disingenuous you found the presser. A hundred percent. It's, you know, oh yeah, we're so, I'm, I'm actually even more excited about this team right now than I was last year, considering that we've, you know, lost a significant amount of talent on both the pitching and the hitting side, but, but we're going to bring up those kids, those kids that couldn't have bought a plate appearance to save their souls last year. We're so excited to have them now. So, okay. What do you think about it, Michael? Is, I mean, do you think he's, he's just running cover for not getting uh, the big contract done that he was trying to get done? I mean, kind of, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I'm not, you guys know, I'm not a big Jed fan, but with, I, I don't know. With the way that they got rid of David Ross right away and they went to Craig Council and it made me start to think like maybe Jed actually did want to play the kids more last year as on this show we thought that they should and David Ross wouldn't do it. And now they've got Craig Council and he seems to be way more willing to do that. Uh, The problem I have with it really is that Jed just wants to keep everything close to the vest, right? And won't tell anybody anything. If you were going to go with the kids this year, tell us. We're going Make with the a kids. big deal we're, of it. Fucking market bringing the kids. everybody up. Yeah. Get, let's get excited about Let's get about, excited about the kids. Don't lie well, to us I, that you're going to go sign Shohei Otani and that you're really in the mix for, you know, Cody Bellinger, who again is a lateral move. We had Cody Bellinger last year. Not yes. having Cody Bellinger this year makes us materially worse than we were last year. Well, you'll have Cody plus the kids is the idea, and and you know the, you've got kids at each backup spot. Is, sure, you know, Michael yeah. Bush. Last year we PCA. wanted to sign fifty-seven, thirty-five-year-olds so that we had so <laughs> much leadership in the clubhouse that kids would just be attracted to us and grow into baseball players of their own free will. Apparently, yeah, and this nothing year, attracts kids gotta, like gotta, old guys. <laughs> I think you like, got that reversed, actually. <laughs> Oh God, Danny! I, that, that's why we don't hang out that often. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I mean, I feel like last year was a, wa- a wasted year. I think there is oh, a yeah. lot to be said in in David Ross being unceremoniously canned and bringing in Craig Council when you had the opportunity to do so. I mean, everybody had him picked going to the Mets or something like that. Nobody even mentioned that he would be partly uh, that he would come to Chicago. So that felt that falls into your lap in a way. So it still has me scratching my head as to what, you know, what the reason for Ross was, but it certainly does seem like there was a disconnect between what, if, if he's so excited about the kids now, wouldn't he have been excited about the kids at the end of last year? It was only like four months ago, for God's sake. You know, I mean, see, and and that's where I'm like, that's where this stuff does get confusing because we really did think that Jed was running that clubhouse, but then all of a sudden, just the way that they've switched gears, it does make me feel like they weren't seeing eye to eye. I don't know. 
Patrick Levy says it was all posturing to Boris. We're good with our players, and we don't need to pay your number for Bellinger's, Chapman, Snell, or Montgomery. But yeah, that would give you more leverage if you're like, hey, we're actually good. We're going young. Kind of what he said, but without saying it. Right, but without saying it. And he said it now, not before. You know, like, that's the thing. And uh, I like that he brings up the Boris thing. It's very interesting because, you know, there's the whole collusion type of a thing. Well, this is a weird situation. I think that baseball is not colluding against the players. I feel like they're colluding against Scott Boris. Like, literally just him. They're all kind of maneuvering away from his players versus you know, just in general, trying to bring the players down. Like I think, I think if, if I could, if I could go back and find where I said it earlier, but when I, I remember mentioning on this show in a previous episode, when we were first talking about how they were expanding the playoffs to where 50% of the teams get into the playoffs. And I was like, in the long run, what this is going to do is it's going to end up suppressing mid-tier player salaries, mid-tier free agents. Your stars are always going to get paid. But your mid-tier guys, they're going to go, you know what? We're just going to replace you with an 18-year-old. Yep, you absolutely did say that. All we have to do is hit 500. We're going to get into the playoffs. So what do we need you for? Well, absolutely. And and why wouldn't you want that at such a significant discount to something like specifically what Cody Bellinger wants. If the number out there is north of 200 million with a ton of years on it, and you've got a guy that was healthy one out of the last four years and had a good year one out of the four years, a year in which he was also injured during, you know, and then you're looking for some ginormous contract basically to sign the future Chris Bryant you know, you don't know. I mean, the guy could also, like, go on to a Hall of Fame career. I don't think so, but, like, he could be a really solid player for you. The defense is there. All those things are there. But if you want that money there, and why would you pay that when you can get just a little bit less of 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 that kind of performance from somebody that costs you a fraction? I mean, a fraction, like one – 20th, 130th of the salary, you know? Right. You'd rather and, play and scenario. As, right. And as far as the fans who want to buy a jersey that they know they can wear into the ballpark for more than six months, fuck them. Yeah, well, I mean, they'll sell enough jerseys. All they need, I mean, in the years that I loved the Cubs, it, you know, started as a kid, if 1986, four through 89 or what those years like all you would have ever wanted was a Dawson or a Sandberg anyway so like as long as they sell enough of one of the jerseys I don't think they give a crap as long as but, kids, but who do we have on the payroll snakes. three years from now Dansby Swanson will still be here who, you know, but like, who do we have right now like Swanson's the only guy that you could probably say yeah there's a jersey you could get but I don't want a DSB Swanson's jersey. Well, I don't want anybody's jersey. I'm too old to wear a guy's jersey. I want so many jerseys. And, like, I look at the Cubs you right want- now, and, like, I went out and bought Shota Imanaga because he's a known entity, and he signed for a while, and I'm excited to have him on the team because the Cubs went and spent money on something. And I'm like, you know, you spend your money, I'll spend mine. Bring I- me somebody exciting, I'll buy the jersey. How about Carl Woods totally Jr.? I could totally get a jersey for Morrell, but I'm not going to do it because – Honestly, yes. that he could be gone any moment. Like, yeah, they, don't they won't even like give him. him a position, much less a long-term contract. Yeah, yeah, and uh, well, Shota Imanaga was kind of exciting to see out there, and I did like the footage of him. 
And, and they're all saying the same thing about him, you know, which is that he comes as advertised. Is but both he's so which fun. doesn't mean that doesn't mean anything though. Like, first of all, right. I've never seen any advertisements for him, so I don't know what these advertisements were. He's got a ninety-two mile per hour fastball with some cut at the end, and Gomes liked it. Um, well, that's the Cubs like. That's who they love. Remember, it guy, was a couple yeah. of seasons ago that they signed like five guys uh, that were all 92 mile per hour. Like they signed or traded four guys and they were all topping out at 92 in an era where a hundred is done by like what? Three or four guys, each team. And the Cubs yeah, have, yeah, we never had those guys except for Dylan Maples who like was a headhunter. So, um, okay. Hold on real quick. I've got Dominic Galoro and also Mike Waller have jumped in here. Uh, Caitlin Clark has 49 points in that game that they're playing right now. And that is, uh, that's an Iowa record. So for men and women, 48 was the most. And uh, Caitlin Clark now has 49. Yeah, we could never do a Caitlin Clark podcast because if you like Sun Ranto, you can't put that backwards. It's just the same name. Caitlin Clark. <laughs> just. Uh, right. Very automata or very uh, alliterative name. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I don't really care. I mean, I hope Bellinger gets a lot of money. He's a very talented baseball player. I know all the players are probably rooting for him to get a lot of money um, because they're, they're, these guys are holding out to set the salaries for the people coming behind it. But I think, IFG, I think you're right about it. it's that mid mid to top tier player is like the, when those guys come around at age 28, 29, 30, when that seven years is up, that is when you'll see those salaries. The stars will get signed. Yep. You know, you're going to get your Otani. The, those guys will get the big money. They're going to be a huge draw. They're once in a lifetime kind of situation. But when you have your Bellingers that there's going to be a Bellinger every year, if yep. not multiple Bellinger types who can give you that kind of power, that power, you know, he's the only one right now that the Cubs could really use. The Cubs go, in my opinion, 80, like from like an 81 to 83 win team to possibly like an 87, 88 win team with him. And also you provide yourself depth, which could be exponentially worth more to you because you are covering your bases, so to speak. Right. But yeah. I agree with you, IFG. I, I think you're right about that level being the place that gets suppressed. Yeah, and it, it's wage suppression is, is really all it is. Like, they've just decided that at no point do you earn actual money by being reasonably good at baseball. Yeah, well, and and I'm glad you brought that up, IFG, about what you were talking about. The Everybody's, you know, saying, oh, they're colluding against him for this reason. But no, it was the expansion of the playoffs. Now that you don't need to have an elite team to get into the playoffs, now that you can be the Arizona Diamondbacks and go yep. to the World Series, there's no need to pay for a lot of these guys. And, you know, Danny, you said we'll always have our Otanis or our Bryce Harpers or stuff like that. I don't know. Yep. I don't know. That that might actually just go that away. Guy, that guy might get blackballed out of the league the second he goes into free agency because he asks for too much money. Yeah. Well, and and you've got situations where there are those guys are only once every few years. They're not every year like a Cody Bellinger. Like, I did not look at who's coming out next year. 
But if you look at the talent coming in, and I'm super excited about the talent that's coming through the Cubs system. Like I, I want to see PCA come up and succeed. If you look at his minor league stats, there his offensive stats are incredibly impressive. I do not give a crap that he came up here and looked overmatched for a freaking month. I think I think he's a toddler. Like he's he, got to grow up. But I can see a situation where he comes up and starts. Like all these people want to wait the, the clock on these guys. If Cody Bellinger is not a Cub. At the start of this year, I PCA makes this team. Canario makes this team. Like you know, they, they've got to have somebody out there. Morel, uh, your starting third baseman is Nick Madrigal. Like, what do you want me to tell you? That is what it is. And you know, you added the Imanaga thing, but at least you're going to see the kids play, which I wanted to see last year. I think you could still let the kids play <laughs> we, and have Cody Bellinger. Last year, we wanted it the year before too, and the year before, like. Ever well, since, they weren't ready, these guys. But I want to. See but it Cade doesn't to- matter. Ever since Blue Friday, they've been doing this dumb shit where they just kind of get these incremental guys just to take place. And it's like, no, let's like let's see if there's somebody out there that can to do something fair, good. Like been doing what that the since- Reds have been doing for the last like three years is just churning through all of these good young players to see who can actually hang on. And now, I think the Reds are probably, right this moment, I think the Reds are probably just a, a game or two above the Cubs in this division. Who do we got? Imagine if we had chosen Riz. to bury this man under first base. Yeah, I know. No, that's all you would have needed. You got your lefty bat right there. Uh, he would have taught He would have taught the kids a thing or two. Um, yeah, I it's really a shame that I think that losing him was probably, well, that will always go down as kind of just a tragedy. It's, it's, you know, not, not to the level. I mean, is it like Lou Brockish, <laughs> you know, not really. It's a totally different si- situations. Cause at least we won with him, but like, it's, they let all black. these guys go. And then they tried to go out and buy leadership. Yeah. And they, and I guess they did. Dansby is, you know, uh, but we haven't I mean, seen it. No, they work. signed Eric fucking Hosmer. Oh yeah, be well, their leadership signing at first base. They, they should have just yeah, and they Trey Mancini, Keith Anthony Rizzo. Yeah, and I, uh, I, I, wait, d- remember we have a rule. Anytime that those guys come up on the show, you got to put a dollar in the swear jar. Oh yeah, remember yeah. we last it, we're not allowed to bring them up anymore. Yeah, we were talking about that. Put a yeah. dollar in your swear jar. We're not allowed to bring up Mad CD and Hosmer. It's bad freaking luck. I'm not going to All right, have to it change on. the subject, you want to see my favorite baseball card? <laughs> yes. Yeah, is it Eric yeah. Hosmer? You're going to love <laughs> oh, it. <no. laughs> it's so pretty. Let's see. It's got, it's, it's got prettier eyes than Damon Berryhill. You can't really see the oh, eyes. Oh, yeah, Damon. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. No, I'm sorry, this but Chris Sexy Ryan KB. No, he looks like he's literally getting a hover in that picture. Like he's just like got his <laughs> for the for the podcast listeners. This is a baseball card of Chris Bryant in his Cubs uniform, and he's got his hands behind his back, and his pelvis is you could tell it's Shutting thrust forward. forward. But then that's where the, like the Cubs logo and stuff is, so you can't actually see it. It looks like it's censored. It does. It looks like it's censored so that you can't see the the top of someone's head. Clark. Clark the Cub. Yeah, probably. Before. Pantsless. Um, 
Well, and then the last thing in this segment that I want to talk about was, you know, Manfred, we found out today that we have five more years of him. Everybody was happy to see, oh, good, Manfred's going. I'm like, he announced he's leaving in five years. Like, <laughs> I, know. He, yeah, I was he so excited when I saw that. Ruined by then. Yeah. yeah, exactly. He's like, oh, great, five more years of this crap. I mean, but people were celebrating it. I was like, you guys, it's not good news. It's good news if he says he's stepping down tomorrow and Theo Epstein's coming in or something. Yeah, I could ruin anything in five years. He can change his mind in five years. Like five years is that's some bullshit right there. Um. So uh, anyway, he wants to see a signing period, like sometime in December, for players, so that we don't get this Boris situation. You know that anything he wants is probably not Bad good for the, for players. the players just kind of like when putin in, endorsed biden today i was like oh well, that's not good <laughs> i mean who is that bad for I don't, and he, he at least he called tucker carlson an idiot that's kind of funny um but uh yeah but anything manfred wants is not gonna be good for the players so um there's a couple interesting things happened ifg you brought this up about rintaro sasaki Bypass, yes. bypassing Japanese, uh, like the college, the minors, all of that, and heading straight to Stanford to yep. play. Yeah, this is this is really interesting. So he comes from the same high school as Shohei Otani did, um, and his dad was the coach, right? So this kid has he's a I believe he's a first baseman. He set the Japanese high school home run record at 140, Holy which is crap. just bananas. And he has, he How was widely considered going to be a, a lot. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know the number. I don't that's know if crazy. that's like his whole career one season. I honestly don't know. And I don't know how to look it up, but I'm sure yeah. somebody can tell me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's Japanese um, high school baseball. I don't expect right. you to know everything. So <laughs> the, the interesting thing here is he was widely considered like he was going to be the first pick. And and the way they do the first pick is interesting. There's a lottery system. Um, some of the teams get to like be in a lottery, and then they all get handed a little envelope, and they see who got the big guy. Um, so he has decided that he really wants to be a major league baseball player, and he doesn't want to fight the team to be posted, and he doesn't want to wait nine years to become a free agent like Yuki Matsui or. And he doesn't want to like wait, like, and and then like Shohei, for example, he started off in NPB and then he went into the posting system and then he had to find a team that was willing to pay both him and his team to take him off their hands. And he doesn't want to do all that. He wants to be a major league baseball player. So he has said, ain't doing it, not signing up for the NPB draft, going to the United States. He's going to raise himself up in the U.S. college baseball system and hope to be drafted as an international free agent. That is really interesting. I mean, th- that could open some floodgates if that works out, you know. And well, would he be? Would he still be considered an international free agent I versus? No, I because never I, heard I think of if he's in a, yeah, if, but if he's at a U.S. school, I would assume he might be domestic. I'm, I really it would be don't domestic know. if he got a season or, and I don't know how long you have to play. I think there might be a rule about two years. In baseball, if you go to college, but I'm not 100% sure about that. Yeah, I, I honestly, I don't follow college baseball, so I really don't know what those rules are. Um, I, I would love to know. Somebody please teach me everything. Um, 
but but it's it's the first time I've ever heard of a high school student with this much promise just saying no thank you don't want to do it uh just gonna go straight to america and try my luck like well, he's guaranteed a signing and money and fame and and like a stadium full of people who adore him and and he's gonna come to the united states and and grunt it out in the minors it's bananas well and he's going to an ivy league school that has never ever given a uh, a student an athletic scholarship that they didn't deserve. Uh, oh. is, are, you, are you being sarcastic? Yeah. You, you guys don't remember? That was that big thing like maybe three or four years ago where uh, Rich – I it, it was really the Hollywood types that they were really getting on, but rich people would get their kids – Oh yeah, the uh, rowing, like the rowing, rowing scholar, yeah, rowing right. scholarship, so that they could go to school at Stanford. That's right. So. That's right. Um, well, we're gonna have to take a another break. I mean, I, it's really just kind of shocking that we're at this level of moment of spring training and still kind of are waiting on uh, free agents. But there is a lot of them still left on the board right now. Um, just. I, I looked at a bunch of lists of who to get, you know, to maybe fill some of these positions. If you did not, if you wanted to get something else besides Bellinger, there's always Joey Votto, which I know, I mean, if you're going to do something. That would make me happy personally. <clears throat> I would like find, to see Joey, Joey Votto. Votto and, 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 and you know who else is available? Who Just else? in case there's our baby boy himself. Dick the last Mountain. remaining active member, uh, last remaining active player from the 2008 Chicago Cubs, Rich <laughs> Hill, Dick Mountain himself. How old is Rich Hill now? He's like 43, 44, like yeah, something like that. And then, um, but I, I did look up a center fielder if you wanted. He's born in 1980, March of 1980, so he'll be he'll be 44 real if you wanted a, a backup for PCA, if you weren't going to just go with him or Canario out there, um, Cody Ballinger tops the list of available center fielders. But you've got some guys, Michael Taylor, Tony Kemp. Remember, he was a Cub for a while. Hey, bring him back. Why yeah. not? He's Tony fun. Kemp. There's a uh, couple of ex-Cubs in here. You got, uh, well, Trace Thompson, who played for the White Sox. Jackie Bradley Jr., who really fell off. Cubs uh, legend Rake Marisnik. Yeah, Jake Rake Marisnik. Wasn't he around in 2020? <laughs> that wasn't he around that year? It was 2020. I think so. Yeah. Um, Cub great Billy Hamilton, of course. Uh, he he made the list, and then down at the bottom, Michael Hermosillo, who last was with hey. the Yankees. Um, so yeah, there's some other center fielders. I don't know what if they would do any of this. I don't think they need to. They got the kids that could play. But that's who's out there right now. David Robertson is out there. Jesse Chavez is out there. These are all, and they're all older now. I mean, Jesse Chavez yeah. was old when we had him a while ago. Mark Melanson's nearly 40 and is available still. Um, Dwayne Underwood Jr., if you want to oh, wow. get a second go round. Um, it's hilarious. I didn't mean to, but in the notes, I put Dwayne Underwear Jr. I saw that and I thought you were just making a joke. <laughs> no, I literally just wrote underwear. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I was not, but it's a joke I would make though. And I'll say this much, another just random thought. I'll leave this, leave this uh, all with us as we go to commercial and then we'll, we'll come back and we'll have a little bit more fun. But, um, 
And that, that is that I'm scared of Reese Hoskins because he's a brewer now. He hits a lot of home runs, and all of our starting pitchers pretty much are left-handed. So unless you line it up with Hendo and Tyone, you're throwing lefties at uh, one of their brand-new power guys. It's just a thought I had that was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, so. but nobody else is going to hit on that team. So Yeah, but <laughs> I'm sure they'll go at least 500 against us. Probably. Um, do you have a baseball card to bring us out into? Uh, you, you got anything to like to show sure. us on our way out? I yeah. got a couple. A couple of my favorites. Who we got? We got Paul Assenmuncher. I uh, Assenmuncher. <laughs> <laughs> and our Paul. good boy himself, Pete Lecoq. Yeah. By the way, you Yikes. can jo- you can join the pa- Ranter Patreon at patreon.com slash sunranto. At the Pete Lecoq level, and we'll put your name at the end of the show, and we'll even say it like three times during the show and advertise whatever business you want to sell. Uh, so Pete Lecoq level on the Patreon. He was number 25. So, uh, all right, we'll be right back. We're going to play a commercial for In the Clutch Shirts. If you like the Cubs a bunch, buy your t-shirts from In the Clutch. We've got all the best styles for you. Dansby say a Morel too. Clark Fly in his double U. Cody Bellinger smoking dudes. Vintage shirts from days of old. Patrick Wisdom and Nico. You'll look sharp wearing your strobe. Temper set off with the code. S-O-N-R-A-N-T-O. S-O-N-R-A-N-T-O. Intheclutch.com is your store for the most fun baseball shirts on the planet. Don't forget to use promo code SUNRANTO to knock a couple bucks off your purchase. Stack or die, we need more cups. Get it all at In The Clutch. Cause if you like the Cubs a bunch, buy t-shirts from In The Clutch. Get it all at In The Clutch. Get it all at In The Clutch. Do you ever find yourself longing for long walks and talks about catcher metrics? How about a coffee or a run differential? Maybe a candlelit dinner dissecting what exactly is the curious case of Miles Masturboni? If you have, I have just the place for you. The Cubs PS Plus podcast. Come join us. Cubs PS Plus, a Northside numbers game, can be found wherever it is you get your podcasts. And on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube, all at Cubs PS Plus. A spin on the baseball metric, OPS Plus. Are you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. Stuff. Hey, Cubs fans. At Amazon.com, do you buy lots of stuff? Why not support the Sun Ranto Show by shopping through sunranto.com slash stuff? All you gotta do is fill your cart at Amazon with lots of stuff. Then before you check out with all of that wonderful stuff, head on over to sunranto.com slash and click any of our Amazon links before you buy your Check out like you normally would with all that beautiful And the Sun Ranto Show will get a small kickback because of the you bought. And you'll be helping in the Sun Ranto Show buy all the We need to stay on the air talking about the Cubs and other Plus, you could win a monthly prize if some of your is chosen for Amazon of the month. 
And if you win, we'll send you more SunRanto.com Slash That address again Is SunRanto.com Slash the All right, we're back. And uh, hashtag chance in the chat. You can win a Frank Chance postcard sent to you by me with a message of love and doom. And tonight we are actually giving away uh, the Amazon prize of the month, which is uh, just a little uh, thank you gift that we give to one lucky person who has shopped through our Amazon links at sunranto.com slash stuff. If you click on any link on that page and then buy stuff at Amazon, we get a little bit of credit. Um, there were, and what the way we do it is we have uh, uh, however many items were uh, bought during that month corresponds with a number. This uh, time there were 67 items purchased through our Amazon links. Y'all couldn't um, give me two more. Yeah, I know. I was mad about that too, IFG. And then, um, so we're going to pick a number one through 67. If you bought that corresponding item, you win this cute little thermos. And this I'll send nice it to you. size Nick Madrigal water bottle. Our kickback this month was worth about $10, just under $10. It'll cost me more than $10 for this thing to, to send it to you. So obviously <laughs> we're not we're not smart at business, but we, we do like making uh, Jeff Bezos richer because he, he deserves it. He built that company from nothing. Uh, <laughs> he deserves Ab- abs- all our... The billionaires make the world go round. Um, if so, we keep giving him money, maybe he will kill himself in space on accident. <laughs> on we accident. can all hope. Accident. All right, so I'm going to pick a number here. One of them's going to win. There goes the number wheel. I like the noise. That's a good... All right, what do we got? Number 19. 19 is the winner. Um, let's see what that corresponds to here. I've got to pull it up. That should probably be on the first page here. Uh, where'd it go? Oh, no. <laughs> where'd it go? Yeah. Uh, Carrie yeah. Myers says, with all she buys, she can't believe she's never won this before. 19. It's whoever bought the Peanuts Valentine's Letter Snoopy T-shirt. The Peanuts Valentine's Letter Snoopy T-shirt. You are the winner. Identify yourself in the chat if you're here. If not, just send me a message, sunranto at gmail.com. And uh, thanks for everybody that um, shot. Isn't that nice? On the Valentine's show, the Valentine's T-shirt won. I love that. They deserve their life-size Nick Madrigal water bottle. (laughs) They do. I... I think it's Gary! 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 Congratulations. Um, you, you'll have to you'll have to model that for us at uh, Ranter Fest. You definitely have to wear that. Yes, that um, is is amazing. That she she wrote that like that. She can't believe she hasn't won, and then she won. Yeah, well, we are magic like that. We really are just magical people. It's so, the magic of Saint Valentine's Day. It is <laughs> the magic of who. By the way, uh, there there were three different Valentines. Guys, there's one that's more Valentine's than the other, but he was the one that got beheaded and also like healed the jailer's blind daughter. 
all this stuff, third century stuff. But there were other the other Valentines that they that they talk about um, that they're not sure which Valentine really got the Valentine's Day thing going. I think yeah. it was Bobby Valentine. <laughs> exactly, Bobby. For, and you for, have a Bobby Valentine. Nets. He was a Cub. Yeah. Um, Carrie calling her shot like Babe Ruth. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Was Bobby um, Valentine a Cubs manager? He was. And he was That's mostly awesome. not known for a Met, for being a Met. Yeah, um, he, and his uh, his last season was with the Mariners, I know. The, the best thing about Bobby Valentine as a Mets manager is when he got kicked out of a game and then he came back with like literally like a mustache <laughs> he put like a mustache on like somebody else's jersey um Amazing. I, I did want to share i had one idea of something i wanted to share that this is a link i could share from our amazon page you need these if you're going to go to any games in the spring at wrigley field hand warmers I own a pair of these things. I walk with them every day when I do my weather reports around Wrigley, but I'm dropping a link to these suckers in the chat. These were on almost half price sale, and so I'm dropping a link. I don't know if they still are, but I'm, I'm dropping it right now. But get yourself a pair of rechargeable hand warmers, way better than those like stupid sand ones that you shake up because half of those are duds. They don't make them like they used to. They don't even work. So... um. I, oh, there he is, there's, Bobby, there's Valentine. Bobby Valentine. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Happy Valentine's Day. So i I did want to say that Rancher Fest is booked. I can't. I couldn't be happier about how it's get how it's going right now. Output is we're Wrigleyville on Clark is where we're going to do the first event, which is going to be Friday night comedy with uh, Eric Wheelow. Billy DeVore and Joe Kilgallen are going to be on that bill. And then the Bleacher Bum Band will play afterwards. So it's, it's going to be a whole fun night. That's after the Friday game. If you can't go to the game, that's fine. Just come to the show at night. We're going to have a lot of fun, probably starting around 7 o'clock. Then the next day we're going to be – we'll probably meet around noon over at Almost Home, which is right across the street from the Obvious Shirt store on Clark and Grace. And it's – they're – really rolling out all the stops for us they've got food there lots of great food great food specials they've got like huge mounds of fries and burgers and wings and just kind of bar food and stuff but they do a really nice job it's very tasty and um they're super nice they are being so accommodative and that's also where we had dan nielsen's event uh, as well as the yep. same place and they're just being so cool with us i can't speak more highly of them and we're gonna have a live podcast there um, we're gonna have I've I've been pricing out bitch clock wheels, so we're gonna have a we're gonna have a live bitch clock wheel, and we're gonna try. I know how how our show goes long, but I'm gonna kind of think we're gonna run it like a round table. So kind of a, a this is your life. Everybody that's ever been on the Sun Ranto show will be invited. I want to make it more of a social event, so we will have a live podcast for our quote unquote thousandth show. But I think mostly what we're gonna do is hang out and then go see that game. It is more El Bobblehead night, so I know a lot of people are going to want to get over there by 4 o'clock to get in line for that thing. So we're going to start early-ish, get together at noon, have food, have drinks, do a live podcast, let everybody go over to the game, get in there early if they want to. And it's just going to be a whole lot of fun. It's going to be a big party, and I can't wait. Um, Sunday, I so it's going to be all weekend. Sunday, for those that are of the, the brave, we're going to try to start – we're going to have a – 16-inch softball game on Sunday morning. Like, we're just going to pick teams and get out there, you know, and uh, 
and and play a little 16 inch uh, softball. We'll probably do it like maybe right across the street from my house, which is because we we don't we don't want to get a permit and stuff like that. So we're just going to go out in the field and try to avoid the dog poop. You know what I mean? There. And if people don't quite know what 16 inch softball, it's a large, fairly soft softball. Like, and you don't play the game with gloves. Yeah, you don't need a glove. Yeah. So you don't like you just don't play with gloves. You use your bare hands, and uh, you swing really hard, and the ball doesn't go real hard. Like you don't, it doesn't really hurt to get hit by the ball. So it's it's, and it's kind of a Chicago thing. But yeah, so if anybody's thinking about going, they're like, I don't want to take a glove, or I I'm not good at. You don't need one. Yeah. You don't well, need. And, this is and, just going to be fun. Yeah, we're all just showing up. I know there'll be a lot of hangovers in the crowd probably from probably going since noon. Uh, Johnny Wang wants to know, is IFG playing? I, I don't know. Are you playing? Oh, yeah, I'm playing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good. Um, yeah, Do I have I mean, to bring my own bat? No, no. We'll have. I got a bat we could use, and maybe I'll get a better bat or somebody, you know. Cause I, I, think have, I have, I have a, plenty. Yeah, I have plenty, Danny. Yeah, and we're just gonna bring donuts and go out there. Maybe you know, mix a pitcher of mimosas. It is illegal to drink in the park, but you know, it's it never stopped us before. If you get a ticket, it's a then, water bottle officer. Yeah, it's a cost of doing business. So um, I'm really excited about. it. I think it's going to be a great time. Uh, as far as tickets go, you know, I know a lot of people already have tickets to the game because they're season ticket holders. So I was like, you know what? Let's just all get our own tickets. I don't want to do group tickets. They usually stink and they put you in the corner and you can't really sit next to everybody anyway. So the easiest way to make this social and the, and since a lot of people want to get in there early for the Morel bobblehead anyway, let's just get the bleachers. And so every, everybody just grab a bleacher ticket. Here's the thing. That's going to be a highly sought after game. So get your tickets early. It's going to sell out. I mean, get them on the secondary, but just, you know, don't think you're good. You're just going to wait till the last minute to get a bleacher ticket. You might be paying a lot for that if the weather's good. And it really is the weather. I mean, famous last words, it might rain and tickets will be $18, you know, that night. And, you know, they'll, the game will be, uh, I don't know. I don't want to jinx us, but, you know, it, it, to, Look, to try to I, do a whole weekend of events in late May, early June, and not expect that it's not going to rain at all would be stupid of me. You I know, I, I'm, I'm thinking I, I've only been to Wrigley the one time. I, I spent a long weekend. I did four games in three days. And there are a couple of things that, like, I haven't ticked off of my list yet. I don't have a home win. I don't have a rain out. I, you know, so if I get both of them, I'll be totally happy. <laughs> yeah, and we're also going to catch a road game too. Uh, the, That's right. We're going to Milwaukee, aren't we're we? We're going to Milwaukee for the yeah. The, yeah Eric Wheelow told me he cannot go to that, but he can come. Oh, he can't come Howard. until the next day. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, but it's uh, it's going to be just a whole fun weekend. So if you're going up to Milwaukee, we're going to be up there too. Cotton, you want to go to Milwaukee? Can you take a knock off of work? Meet us up in Milwaukee. Possibly. We'll get, we'll get Crawley up there. I'm very excited to wear my Craig Council jersey at the at the, the at the clam. It's my favorite <laughs> troll. It's it's actually what I'm excited most for that day about is you you wearing the Craig Council jersey. Um. So the other thing that we're doing is right now we're doing Project Warning Track. I just want to mention it. This is part of my. I just want to encourage people to make cool stuff. Here's what's going to happen. 
on the Rancho Roundtable, which will be held the day before opening day, wherever that Wednesday is, uh, March, whatever it is, on that Wednesday, we're going to show everybody's uh, creations. We're going to pick a winner, just like we did for Cubs Caroling. And like, and I'm not really entering it, but I'm just going to make stuff this entire time because I think it's fun. Here's my captain's hat with the Wrigley marquee on it. Like, I'm going to keep making stuff like this, and um, I'm excited to keep doing it. And there's Mine's about halfway finished. This is the Morel uh, dress or like it, wraparound dress. It's going to be a capelet, so it's it's going to look. It'll be like a half length cape. I'm going to line it with this uh, this lovely. Uh, Chicago Cubs fleece that I've had for a really long time that I've never found an excuse to make anything out of. So it's going to be a fleece-lined cape. They're coming to, the Cubs are coming here to Seattle in April. Um, it's it's cold here, like a yeah. lot. Um, so if I'm going to be cold and get rained on going to and from uh, T-Mobile Park, I'm going to do it with my Morel jersey on the outside. Very excited. Nice. About um, some Cubs outerwear. We just... Well, I, Go ahead, Michael. Oh, I was going to say, and Emily is thinking about trying to do a, uh, she wants a reversible skirt, and she's Ooh. thinking about making it out of the wind flag and the loss flag. So depending Smart. on whether they won or lost, you can wear the corresponding skirt. That's you did amazing. like a wrap skirt, like with a tie on it, you could switch it? Yeah, like she wants to be, so yeah, so that you could flip it around and- yeah, because I like this. This is very smart. Uh, Corey Spurlock says, "Get a free bowl of soup with that hat." <laughs> what is it? Is he referring to my hat? <laughs> He's referring to your hat, and that is a Caddyshack quote <laughs> reference. <laughs> nice. I don't. I don't think I've ever seen Caddyshack all the way through. I've seen bits of it here and there. Um, How is that possible? It, it just. I. I don't watch movies. <laughs> like I didn't make it through Barbie last night. I tried. You know, just fell asleep. You know, I. Can help myself, but um, yeah, th- there's a couple other things I I want to make, but I just really want to encourage. I think it's a lot of fun. I I want to just see if you if you make something, share it with us. Send it to sunranto at gmail dot com. Send it to our DMs. We'd love to bring it on the show. Show everybody what you're working on. Yeah, even if it's even if you think it's dumb, even if you're just taking a patch and sewing it on a sweater and be like, hey, here's my new thing. I think it's cool. I think it kind of. You can buy patches online but and make whatever you want with them. It's if fun. if fanatics and Nike are gonna make like the worst merchandise under creation, they deserve to be undercut by you making your own really awesome stuff. Yeah, yeah. and I want to see the really bad. cool stuff. Yeah, it's not gonna be so, as bad as the stuff they're pumping out there for four hundred dollars a pop. Yeah, exactly. This will cost you four dollars. So, um, how about some Cubsler? Could, we had a lot of win of uh, correct answers last week. We did week. get a lot of correct answers on this. Well, not a ton. What did we get? Six, seven? It's yeah, a lot more than last time. It was like two. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm going to pop up the Cubsler here. And uh, if you all remember, the clue was Great Scott, go 10 years farther back than McFly. To find this guy shagging flies in front of green ivy and monsters. And the answer to that Cubsler is Lloyd Christopher. And if you're wondering how you get there, the guy that says Great Scott in Back to the Future 
his name is Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd. And if you go 10 years farther back than McFly, he went to 1955. You have to go to 1945 where Lloyd Christopher played one game for the Chicago Cubs in left field. He got traded from the Red Sox to the Cubs in 1945, played one game, did not even get an at bat. He's like a, a Moonlight Graham sort of thing with uh, with Chicago. Uh, and then he was out of the league in 1946. He came back with the White Sox in 1947 and played for seven games. So his entire career was over was 16 games over two years with three different teams. Yeah, very well, he, obscure. Well, he just uh, extended his career uh, on the Sunranto show because. Yeah. We're talking about him. Probably nobody's ever talked about him since the, the last day he played. <laughs> nobody's ever even heard of him. But but you see, if you just if you follow the clues, it gets you there. Even if you've never heard of this guy before, and I don't know. Like I was, I was, saying, I heard people. great Scott. I immediately went to Barry Boswick and Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> great Scott. Um. So right. yeah, I'd like to see some Rocky Horror uh, kind of inspired project runway stuff. Could we we could need to get some leather gear? I think going. There we um, go. You know. Get some sequins. Go Columbia. You know, I could see. I should get one of those leather biker hats and slap one of these logos on that with the chains. Nice. There you go. Yeah, that's next. I'm just going to have a whole series of weird ass hats. All right, so uh, I'm going to share my screen here. These are the, all the correct. Answers: uh, Jeff Bjorn, David Elliott, Jared Pat, Scott Sowers, Artie Boucher, Chris Salato, and Brad Schmidt all had, were correct, and one of them is going to win. Michael Cotton screaming in your ear, <laughs> and they're all Chris Salato wins the second Again. week in a row. Yeah, he's a double winner. Very nice. I'll have to do two for you, but you're everyone who gets into this. By the way, is Going to be, we're keeping track of all the winners. They are entered into the grand prize at the end of the year. I am putting together a fun package and uh, I'll actually start to reveal it as we move on some of the stuff that is in there. So it's not just my voice for a voicemail. You'll get something else you don't want. (laughs) Exactly. Don't worry. We've got plenty of things you don't want. Um, All right, well, let's jump in here with the the new Cubsler for this week, and then we'll move on out of here. So the new Cubsler, the clue is a PR first, but broke no barrier. 128 gigabytes DDR5, two pokes from a rose, a Sosa before Sammy. How confused are you? Yeah, it doesn't even make sense. Is this even English? <laughs> it's like math yeah. all of a sudden. So a PR first, but broke no barrier. 128 gigabyte DDR5, two pokes from a rose, a Sosa before Sammy. And uh, I or uh, other ranters will post that on the ranters page because I keep forgetting and I'll be putting that out in uh, like out on Twitter and stuff too if you want to be able to look at it and try and figure that out but the clues do tell you who this is quite literally this time 
All right. Well, send your cor- correct answers to sunranto at gmail.com. Um, that's pretty much the show at this point. We're going to go hang out over on the Discord, hashtag chance in the chat. If you are a Patreon member, you can join our Discord and hang out with us all the time over there, at least a few times a day. I go over there and party with y'all. Um, I, 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 I do have one TFC. Uh, I thought this was funny that this went viral for me, for me, um, uh, the other day, I saw that Bleacher Nation, they tweeted a Roses are Red, Violets are Blue poem. And I was like, oh, I'll make one of those. <laughs> and I just, it's early in the morning, right before work. And I wrote, Cardinals are red, Cubbies are blue, fuck the Cardinals. And dude, people <laughs> went nuts all so day long. Say we all. Yeah, it was great. I mean, just we can all agree, and even NL Central fans. And just baseball fans in general were agreeing with that assessment of uh, and poem. So people people were really loving the poem. They were sending me gifts of the me making them cry because they were feeling so emotional over reading such beautiful words put together. So that's my TFC. Yeah. Amazing. And well, Michael, you've got some some uh, candy hearts for us today. Yeah. So I don't have a TFC, but. Uh... So apparently the the big thing that Candy Hearts, these sweethearts or whoever makes these things, put out this year, packages of misprints, right? So if, you know, they used to throw them away and now they just sell them and people like to get the misprints. Well, you know, I went through them and I realized that there were a whole bunch of Cubs related ones. And uh, so I wanted to share them here. Uh, we've got nine of them here. It's Candy Hearts, and the first one says Carrie Wood, of course. Yeah. Uh, Dick Lovelady. Oh, I'm okay. To that and, guy. And, and Dick Tidrow. Yeah, so this is kind of going, uh, yeah, a little dirty with these uh, Candy Hearts. Well, Assenmacher. I, I would have put it like, you know, if, you know, if you're going to design Candy Hearts, you know, uh, you know, I, I, I would be like, I want to carry your wood. Like, I know it doesn't fit out of heart, but, you know, or I want to Pete your Lecoq. Yeah. (laughs) Middle one there is Pete Lecoq. Yeah. Mastroboni. I want a a mutual Mastroboni. I just think, you know, we should all just get together and and bump some wheels. (laughs) I want to bump some wheels with you. I want to bump wheels with you. And then we've got a, a Pierce Johnson heart. I want to Pierce your Johnson. A Dickie Knowles. And then, of course, the dirtiest of all of them, Three Finger Brown. Amazing. <laughs> the Three Finger Brown. The Three that, Finger that is, Brown that's almost better. Heart. That's almost better than my Doug Fister autographed card. <laughs> <laughs> Fister, I don't even know her. Um, then I'm, so uh, is, is that it? Do we have anything else? Uh, that's it. to give away the chance. What's yeah. this? Oh, chance. Oh, no, that's Bobby Valentine. <laughs> I was like, who's this guy? <laughs> oh, it's Bobby Valentine. Show him again. Infield, outfield. He goes no. both ways. Um, <laughs> a, a, he's a two way player, if you know what I mean. Um, so, <laughs> so yeah, field. hashtag chance in the chat. And I do want to thank the Bleacher Bunch Productions on the Fans First Network. They they run our sh- our whole thing, they host our podcast and make sure we. It is because we wouldn't. We host it on Patreon. We make you pay without fans first and their advertising revenue at a penny a download. 
um, you know, you're not getting this show for free. You're just not. So we'd like to thank them. And I'd also like to thank the 109 of you that actually give us at least a dollar a month to do this show. Thank you very much. You can you're do our more. Favorites. You're our favorites. We love you. Um, also, Matt Cameron, Permanent Paintings, brand new Caitlin Clark map tonight. And uh, In The Clutch Shirts, I'm wearing my In The Clutch Shirts, InTheClutchShirts.com, promo code SunRanto for 10% off. Also, our super-duper ranchers, Blake Beards, Tickets, Rogue Wave, Creative, and Mike Waller, and his Cubs PS Plus podcast, which is fabulous. And find us anywhere on X, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. I'm done. I'm done calling it Twitter. I'm oh done. no! I will stop dead naming that website when he stops dead naming his children. It is Twitter. <laughs> you mean Dbot nine six question mark cosine? Isn't that what he calls his kids? I, who, I, who knows? X X nine pr three seven equal sign. Hey Jed, if you're not going to bring me any fun young guys, bring me some fun old guys. Yeah, I want there? Dick Mountain and Joey Votto in Cubs uniforms. Let's go. <laughs> Bring some, I mean, bring some real leadership into this clubhouse. Yeah, I mean, they really do need Give to play. Give me the hot with, daddies to root for. I mean, it's too bad that it wasn't last year, because you know we would have gotten Votto last year instead of Hosmer. And then yeah, we would have had some fun. So just it was, me so many shouts on this bad microphone. Oh, another dollar in the Hosmer jar. <laughs> I, I can't even take a drink. I'm out of beer. Look. Oh, by the way, check this out. This is beautiful. This is from Lucky Envelope Brewing here in Seattle, uh, right in the Ballard area. They're gorgeous. And this is their Year of the Dragon Dragon Fruit Wheat Ale. It is so good. Amazing. I love this brewery so much. They always have the best food trucks, too. Yep. Yeah, it's Year of the Dragon, and I am a dragon. Yeah, Kaila, everybody. You are. What What does it mean, the Year of the Dragon? Uh, Rick, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat's gonna kick your ass. Uh, as far as I know, and I'm, I I have only read a little bit of uh of like Chinese astrology, but uh, you're the dragon supposed to be particularly lucky and powerful. So like there are a lot of people who try to like time babies to be born during the year of the dragon. My little nice. brother is a dragon, actually. I'm an ox, so yeah. I think it just means uh, bad breath, lots <laughs> and lots of dragon breath. Um. Yeah, a fiery <laughs> breath with acid reflux. And um I got that too. <laughs> I'm, I believe I'm year of the tiger. Nice. I'm I'm a tiger. So um all right, we gotta give it give away a chance postcard right now to and end this show and go over to Discord. Um so I'm gonna share my screen here with uh the giveaway machine here. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna draw it. It's your last chance to get in here. Chance in the chat. And here we go. Oh, lots of lots of chance names in here. Round and round they go. All all these friends of mine. It is and fun to see everybody's names. It's going Robert there. Sanchez, Cub Druggist, with the big win tonight. Congratulations, Robert. Uh, you deserve it. You worked hard for that, and you pulled that out in the end. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> <laughs> We're all proud of you. Now hit the showers. So, um, <laughs> Danny had a real uh, ass slapping like sound going there didn't he like a 
You know, that, yeah, exactly. that coach would just smack the ass as he walks past you, and you're like, you're too old to be touching me like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, all right, that is that is the show. Thank you all for tuning in. How about another baseball card as we Oh, we just leave? one more. It's not a funny yeah. name, but sometimes in my collection, I'll add in you know something that's a little bit of, a, of an interesting photograph, and I just... I just like seeing Javi Baez getting up close and personal with his wood. Oh, uh, making Javi out kissing with the, bat. the wood. So, uh, in honor of Robert Robert Manfred quitting baseball in five freaking years, <laughs> um, right. I I'm gonna play Rob Ten Manfred. Ten years hates- too late. Exactly. <laughs> I would, I'm gonna play Rob Manfred hates baseball. But thanks for tuning in. Tell your friends about us, huh? Leave us a review on iTunes. It helps the show. Spagog, y'all. Spagon! Rob Manfred likes opening days in winter. Likes baseball games that don't go on too long. Rob Manfred likes more offense from the hitter. Likes juicing up the ball and hitting dogs. Intentional walks with just a finger. And all the pirates are always blowing calls. Likes the National League but one big man friend hates. Rob Manfred hates baseball. Rob Manfred likes a pitch clock for the pitches and batters who stay inside the box. Likes lessening the ball, dragging forward stitches, and half the teams making the playoffs. Rob Manfred likes pitchers who face three batters and not paying minor leaguers at all. Houston Astro seat. He likes how to get prices, keep the fans out, and exing teams out of.